Welcome to episode three of A to Z. I'm AJ, back with Conlon and Zach on this Friday afternoon. How are we today, guys? Doing pretty good. Um, first full week of classes, kind of. Four-day week, because of Martin Luther King on Monday. Doing good. Conlon has uh, the cocoa. He's fallen victim, so Conlon had Yeah, I have COVID. I've had symptoms since Monday. Uh, not terrible now. I'm feeling like not i mean i can like function but i'm definitely not feeling good um pretty tired sleeping a lot uh sore throat from hell uh that's pretty much the worst of it uh coughing a little bit so just the usual symptoms but i'm definitely getting through it i didn't miss too much this week in classes which was nice just because it's the only only the second week um but yeah had a had the virtual career fair on wednesday that i went to and i sounded much worse than i do now uh and I was much sicker. And so I was like talking to all these employers and I was like, I'm sorry, I keep losing my voice. I can't talk. But, uh, and then I had an interview yesterday too. And same thing. I was like, and I kept like oh, talking and just nothing would come out. And then I had to like take a drink of water. And so there's like a five second pause. And I'm like, guys, I'm so sorry. Like I, I wasn't <laughs> thinking for that long. I was trying to talk. I just couldn't. So, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully by next week, feeling all like hundred percent and get back into it. How much longer are you in quarantine for? Um, I think so, like two days, something like that. Okay. Yeah, haven't haven't really left oh, the room nice. uh, very much. So, went for a walk today. But there you go. The five day quarantine is so much so much nicer. I'm I'm lucky. Knock on wood. I have not I have not gotten it yet. I'm gonna see how long that goes. I mean, since the whole thing started, you haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten wow. it. I may have gotten it maybe when I'm not at Clemson because I get tested every week. Like I got tested yesterday and I was negative. But if I got it, I don't. I never had any symptoms or anything. Sweet, yeah. No, I think I had it probably last week. And I think I might have had it at the beginning uh, when my boss had it. I, I showed some symptoms then, but I never got tested for it or anything. I just stayed at home. But anything you guys want to touch on before we get into this? We got some sports talk today, and then we've got some other topics that we all brought in. So anything you guys want to touch on? Yeah, I'll mention one thing. So last week I mentioned that it was supposed to snow a bunch in South Carolina. It did. It snowed like four to six inches, ice and snow. And I got to tell you, our student, the students here at Clemson went crazy on sledding and because no one has sleds down here. So we have a bunch of, there's lakes around Clemson, there's dikes, so it's a huge hill. And there was, like, across the whole top of the dike, just full of people. And they're sledding down with anything, like cardboard boxes, kayaks. I saw someone sled down, they brought a couch, and they, like, five people were sitting on the couch and went sledding down. One guy slid slid down on a stop sign. My favorite was... Um, someone was walking up the hill and they had a they had a bush light case of cardboard just flattened and they're just walking up. I'm like, that's gonna do good. I used a my laundry hamper, did not go that well. Went head first down the hill. Um, but another cool thing is Dabo went to the dikes and there's a video of him sledding down on I don't even know what he had. He had like a looked like a yoga mat or something <laughs> and he was sledding down. So that was pretty cool pretty fun people were pulling um they would tie ropes to like if somebody had a truck or something to the hitch and just like pull them along the road 
some people did that with the couch like i think it was some frat guys that had like just sitting in a couch drinking beer and they're just getting pulled along by the truck so it's <laughs> pretty, it was pretty wild so are you guys sledding down the hill into the lakes no 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 it's like the lakes over here the dike and the then, other side yeah i i didn't go okay. to the dike but like my apartment has a hill so i went down that but i was looking on clemson barstools uh instagram stories and they were hilarious i think it i think it snowed a lot here the other day um when i was stuck in the house but it pretty much all melted already oh wow um so yeah i haven't i mean i haven't been able to go outside anyways but i know i talked about wanting to get on the lakes and go on ice skating and i can't get anyone to go with me everyone's like oh it's a bad idea you shouldn't go skate like on the frozen lake what if you fall through and i'm like ah, fair point but at the same time it would be pretty fun because everywhere else like there's an ice rink in town but it obviously costs money and i have none of that right now so uh yeah how, i might how go on cold tuesday how cold is it has it been under freezing for a long time it's yeah so pretty much all the time there were two days last week where it got to like 38 but i think for the last i don't know five days at least it's been under 30 degrees and it'll stay like that so i'm hoping like tuesday i want to go skating at that rink um in town because it's five dollar tuesdays and then nice. i'll go on the lakes hopefully like next friday because it'll be really cold all week well we'll get an update on friday next friday <laughs> what did come yeah. and fall in yeah. if he's here we'll know he's yeah okay. if i'm here we only got like two inches of snow it's been in it's been in the single digits though and uh, yesterday, it, like felt. I think the feel like temperature was negative three when we were walk, walking to dinner. So we didn't get a lot of snow, but it's been it's been freezing, freezing. Yeah, it's this is probably today here. Clemson's probably the coldest. It's like a low twenty five. That's really cold yeah. here. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it was supposed to be twenty here today, but when I went outside for that walk, it actually felt really nice because it was super sunny. And and normally it's not here. It's normally we got that permacloud coming off the lake, so we, we don't see the sun for like three weeks at a time. Nice. Well, I guess we can hop in uh, NFL wise if you guys want to start there today. I would sure. love to. Yeah. You want to start us off, sure, Zach? Zach? You want to just uh, yeah. start off with with the game of the game of the week? Yeah, Cincinnati, Las <laughs> Vegas. That was probably the best game of the of the. <laughs> of the first round uh vegas had a chance to tie at the end i really didn't watch that much of it i was i was at the clemson soccer national championship parade for soccer school um and then i went to the clemson basketball game we are not a basketball school we lost to boston college when we were up by 23 it was rough but i did i watched or i did like kept on on my phone and saw that the raiders had a chance to win but they didn't and the Bengals pulled it out. Yeah, it came down to that last play. Derek Carr had a chance and didn't get a chance to throw it into the uh, end zone. Like caught at the one yard line, and kind of pushed out. I think. It, Who'd he throw to? I don't remember, but I don't think it. I think it might have been intercepted, if I remember correctly. Oh really? Yeah. I would have. I would have targeted Hunter Renfro. I don't think it was him. It was. Cause. I think it was Waller or uh, Zay Jones. It was one of those, I believe. Okay. But yeah, Bengals are scary. Moving forward, yeah, Jamar Chase was—he's a monster, really good. Yeah, yeah, but they get the Titans coming up, and I saw today Derrick Henry is is back, so the king is. And they're saying he's like 
the best he's been in a while, like 100% all season. Yep. Yeah, that's awesome. That's Conlon, Conlon, you had Titans in the Super Bowl, correct? Oh, you had Bills. You had Bills. I have the Bills beating the Titans, yeah. Um, right. did, did we all have Bengals beating the Raiders in that first round game? Yes. I picked the Raiders. Oh, I, think, <laughs> I think I was like under 500 on my picks. Oh, no. I, think I, I went to I went uh, underdogs too much. I was 5 for 6, and Conley got perfect. Yeah, I was 6 for 6. I need to start gambling, boys. <laughs> I keep telling myself that I'm going to start, and I just can't pull the trigger. Don't really even know how to start, but, man, I make these like made these picks here, and I do that um, Barstool like, free betting app. And I don't think I've been okay, under yeah. 500 a single week. So, and um, I'm I'm not saying I know that much because I really is it legalized in Indiana? It is, yeah. And I I'm, I don't know that much, but I feel like a lot of times that's when you bet the best is when you just like I feel like they're gonna win and you bet them and you, I mean you win or lose, but yeah. normally you don't overthink it if you don't know what to overthink about. So that's I think that's the point on that. Yeah. Talking about betting, I saw something where they're heading towards betting or legalizing game sports betting in missouri soon i think it was the cardinals blues chiefs and maybe the royals they're like making a plan to get it going i guess i was talking to a couple people about that yesterday about how you have to kind of drive over to illinois if you're gonna if you're gonna do any of it yeah well it's an unbelievable business i mean it's it's insane how big it is it it's picked up like crazy over these last couple years yeah for sure. But if you guys want to move on to uh, Cowboys Niners next. Uh... Yeah, I wrote down. So I was writing down my little notes for the games. And for this game, I just wrote pain. Yeah. And I'll just leave it at that disappointment. But at the beginning of the year, I told myself, do not get my hopes up. Something stupid's gonna happen. We're gonna lose and not do it. And we started winning. I got my hopes up, and I'm like, we're gonna win the Super Bowl. As I picked them to win the Super Bowl, and then I watched the game. And I'm like, I know something, something weird's gonna happen, and we're gonna lose it. And what do you know? So it happened. Tell me, tell me, what's your uh, thoughts on what happened at the end there with the uh, scramble? Uh. Like, it was very interesting play call. I wouldn't have called it. Yeah. I would have, because they had all their players on the sidelines, because we just kept throwing, like, 15-yard outs and getting down yep. the field. Yep. I would have just sent, like, CD or Amari Cooper just straight down the middle and taking a shot at the end zone. If it was incomplete, there's 12 seconds. We may have could have gotten another shot. But really, everyone's talking about that last play, but really penalties were the major major uh big component that made us lose that game and i really think that boils down that comes back to the head coach and just being smart when you're playing like i i think the cowboys should fire mike mccarthy but knowing jerry he likes to stay with the head coach for like 10 years (laughs) and they do absolutely nothing so no i I would actually kind of like i would like if they would either fire Mike McCarthy and hire. I'd say I'd, I'd like Dan Quinn because whenever he was our interim head coach, you get backwards hat Dan Quinn, <laughs> you ain't stopping him. I think it's really easy to point the finger at that last play and say, oh, that's the reason why. Like, what are you doing? But it, there was a lot of things that, you know, went on in the game that led up to that. Our offense looked awful. 
I Troy Aikman said something. He was criticizing the offense, and he was saying that um, teams are so focused on schemes and running like schemes like that. And he said, "There's a guy playing soft coverage on Ceedee Lamb, and Ceedee Lamb only had one catch. And he's like, just run the route tree and throw it to Ceedee Lamb. He's a incredible player. He's gonna make plays. So just give him a chance. And I kind of agree with them. Like, thirty your best players in the biggest games, and usually you have something positive okay. comes out of that. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, your offense in general just didn't do a whole lot. You didn't rush the ball well. Dak barely completed 50% of his passes. It just overall was not, I mean, not a good performance. Yeah, pain. Pain. The the running's been a problem all year, right? Like, they don't do it enough. We ran the ball, like, the first five weeks. We were, Zeke had over 100 yards. We were, like, running it down their throats. And I'm like, we're looking. Because Dak and Zeke's rookie year, they just ran the ball. They would get a lead. And they'd get in the fourth quarter, and they would just run. They'd get on the 20, and they'd run the ball all the way down the field and close out the game. And ever since, like, those first five weeks, it's so painful to watch because you can't run the ball. And we should be able to. Like, I don't know what what the deal is. Zeke did play the whole year on, like, a torn, a partially torn, some PCL, MCL, which is incredible. But we have Tony Pollard, who's pretty good. Just give him the bulk of the carries. Yeah, and then I, th- I guess, Zach, did uh, you see today um, Jerry Jones basically called out Amari Cooper for not, not performing or underperforming? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. I, I I think our offense does – every time we target Amari Cooper, our offense is, like, really good. And I, the last few weeks we haven't – Dak hasn't really been throwing. It seems like throwing towards him that much because Amari Cooper is electric. He's one of the best route runners. Because I've looked at the stats, and if we throw to him, like, a bunch, like, one time he had, like, seven catches, and we, like, dominated. The past few games, he's, I don't think he's gotten over 100 yards, maybe, like, three or four catches. Like, you got to throw to your best player. Like, Cedric Wilson is good, but, like, he's not CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper. Right. Last last week in that playoff game, he had six catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. Um, basically, what Jerry Jones said was uh, he needs to – take about half the defense with him he should he's that like good of a player and he's just yeah. underperforming and he basically said he's got to be able to catch it when they're going uh going down the middle with him he said other players do uh you're you always throw at the people that are covered in the nfl uh he's just got to make those catches so well well the thing is is amari cooper usually catches it like, i don't know what jerry's watching but cd lamb and Ced- cedric wilson they they drop some where it's like they're wide open and they just drop it, even Dalton Schultz. So we'll see how it goes in the offseason. I know Jerry's going to probably keep Mike McCarthy, even though I think he should be gone. But honestly, that's the, that was our best shot in a while because we have a bunch of free agents. So hopefully we get a good draft and get someone who's incredible. But um, I w- can't wait for next year of another year of disappointment. I will say you, you did run into a red hot Niners team. They, they've been playing well. They were really good. They got everyone healthy back. I think I really think they could be a problem for Green they've, Bay. They've barely used, Green Bay had that week off. They've barely used Kittle. I mean, I saw his stats the last yeah. five weeks. It's been like three or four targets a game, and he's arguably that, the best tight end. So, yeah, that's another thing is our safety J. Ron Curse. He actually went to Clemson. He is a free agent, and there was a stat. It was him against tight ends like Kelsey, uh, 
I think it was just him and Kelsey against Kelsey and Kittle, and he held them both to like one catch, one or like Kittle had one catch, and Kelsey had like one or two in less than thirty yards. So, I think we need to re-sign J. Ron Curse because yeah. he was playing out of his mind this year. Other games this week, I don't think we really need to touch on much. Bills, Bills look fantastic against the Patriots. Yeah, and, uh, it was the it was a perfect game. Yeah, I, I saw that. That's wild. Yeah, the Bills. Yeah, I wrote the so they played three times this year. The Bills have not punted in the last ten quarters against the Patriots. That's unbelievable. That's that's, that's a good that Patriots defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Belichick. So yeah, I like my Super Bowl pick I, right now. But I mean, they yeah, got a tough sure. task. Tough. I like. The, I had the Bills in the Super Bowl going so into Kansas City. I'm kind of rooting. I'm on the Bills going train. into Kansas City this week's obviously difficult. Because um, I mean, they looked good last week too, but. Yeah, Mahomes yeah. looked very good last week. I hate to say it, but he looked very good. And the, and the Rams just steamrolled through the Cardinals like it was nothing. Yeah, I wrote down on all my notes on the other four games just blow out. Yeah, like they were not they were not really that fun to watch. No. Like I kind of watched like half or a quarter, and I was like, all right, this is over. Yeah, the the Bucks looked very good against the Eagles as well. Uh, it was thirty one fifteen, but it was worse than that. <laughs> right. Yeah. But anything else NFL-wise? Because, I mean, there's really – I guess we can touch on the, the games coming up here. I think they're all going to be – I think they're all going to be a lot better than this last week was. Yeah, I agree. I think Rams, Bucks. I have the Bucks winning the Super Bowl. The Rams are scary, very scary. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs are going to be tight. Uh, Niners, Packers. Niners are, are rolling right now. Packers had a couple weeks off. I know don't don't uh, bet against Aaron Rodgers. but uh, And then Bengals, Titans. I want to see how – Derrick Henry comes back, and I want to see Titans again. I've had a couple weeks off, also, and a Bengals team that's red hot, so that could be a really good one. What What are your guys' picks in each of those games? Um, I have Green Bay, uh, Titans, Bucks, I believe, and the Bills. So I think I have the. Do you have what'd you say, Packers? Yeah. Right. Yep. I yeah I have Titans, Packers, Bucks, Bills. Yep, same okay. thing. Yeah, I have Titans, Bucks. Buffalo. I had the Cowboys being Green Bay, but so now I'm just going San Francisco because they're hot. Yeah. I think they can. They they are going to Lambeau though. I don't know how cold it's going to be this weekend. But. I saw. I think it's for this game where it was supposed to be a negative wind chill. It's supposed to be freezing, which I want to see how. I don't know if Jimmy G can exactly. handle it. See if see if Pretty Boy can bounce back in that weather. But no, the Bengals are are the one team that stands out to me. I know the Bills were fantastic this week, but the Bengals. I don't know, man. If, if they can defensively stop Derrick Henry at all, that offense is pretty good. <coughs> so we'll see. Very Zach, good. who's your new Super Bowl champion? I want the Bills. Bills or Titans? Probably Bills because I don't think they've won one. They've never won is a Super Bowl. Is that who you think's going to win or who you want to win? Okay. That's who I want to who win. Who do you think's going to win? I don't really like any of the yeah. other teams. Who do I think? I think okay. the Bills can win it all. It'll probably be Kansas City and all. What What is your guys' thoughts on uh, Tom Brady and the Bucks? Because I I am hyping them up like crazy, but I don't hear a lot of people because he's lost. You know, Godwin and AB is nuts. Um, and Leonard isn't Leonard Fournette hurt? He's too? back, but he didn't. He only got like nine right? carries. They split it with. Um, oh, I don't even remember. But a, a couple, pretty much no name guys. But so he yeah. doesn't. He Mike Evans had a good week, and Gronk Gronk's been been pretty good um but what are you guys thoughts with them because 
I don't hear the media talking as much about them as I. I mean, I'm never going to doubt Tom Brady. They still looked elite last week. They had no yeah. problems, but uh, the Rams also looked really, really good. So, the, if you think about it, though, Tom Brady on this Bucks team still has better weapons than he did on a lot of his New England teams. Now that I really think about it, I don't think he really ever had a receiver as good as. Mike Evans, honestly, yeah. only the year when he had Randy Moss, obviously, and he has Gronk with them. I mean, I think, I think any of these teams still left are capable oh, of winning, except the forty. I don't think the forty think so? will. I don't think they have much of a chance. But I think any I of the think other the teams. I think the 49ers can can shock the Packers or push them to the brink of, of a loss. I don't think, and I said this at the beginning when we made our picks: <clears throat> elite quarterbacks win championships. <clears throat> 99% of the time, and Jimmy G is not elite. So there's going to be some point where Jimmy G is going to be outplayed, and that's when he's going to lose. And I, I predict it's this week with Aaron Rodgers, um, whose toe is fully healthy, and he should be should be set. But Yeah, 49ers are scary because Kyle Shanahan, he can have – he can pick someone off the street, and they'll get like 80, rush, 80 rushing yards easy. Yeah. Like they can just run it down people's throats, which – they did that to the Cowboys, and uh, we lost, so yep. they're scary. Yeah, it should be a good week coming up, though. We can uh, move on NBA here. Again, I told you guys off camera, I didn't think there was much NBA stuff going on this week, and then as I'm like writing down my notes, I'm like, shoot, there's um, there's some stuff to talk about. I would say the big, the big thing that stood out to me was KD's injury, and so far it hasn't hurt him. They're 2-2 two two, um, without him, but I could see – that's just something to keep an eye on because especially, um, you know, home games, you know, have KD for, I think, four to six or six to eight weeks and Kyrie can't play at home anyway. Um, so it's really just on James Harden because we mentioned it last week, their supporting cast is not very strong. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know if it – again, it hasn't hurt him right now, but I think that's something to keep an eye on. I, I hate – I'm not a KD fan, but I hate to see it. I, I hate to see superstars go down like that. It's his MCL? Yeah, I believe so. And I didn't right. see it happen. I, I, I did see okay. him walk off the court, um, like, on his own power. He d- it looked like he just got hit. Like, it was, like, knee to knee or, so- or someone's leg hit him or something. Yeah. But I, I wrote down the Nets need Kyrie to just get the vax vaccine yep. so he can yeah. actually be a part. Or or I also thought they could try to trade him, see if they can get some two or two players that are solid and good. I don't know who, but... Um, there's there's some names thrown out there. Um, ben Simmons is obviously available, but I don't know how that would that would fit with Brooklyn. And um, I'm not a total hater on Ben Simmons. I think he's got incredible potential. Um, he's an he's a really good defender. They just amazing. I think he should play power forward, not point guard. You and I have talked about that before. I 100% agree with that. Yeah, and he's he's got tremendous passing ability, and he's strong as can be. So he backs people down if they bring a double or or something. He can he has great vision. Um, be like Jokic. Speaking of Jokic, he was on. Yeah, I, I wrote. I, I wrote that on my notes. I wrote Jokic MVP. He was because unbelievable. Because I wrote down his. He's averaging twenty six a game. Yep. Uh, basically fourteen rebounds a game and seven and a half assists. And his last with he's shooting fifty seven percent. Um, field goal percentage and then thirty six. Point seven from three for as a seven foot center, it's pretty good. He doesn't and have last, he doesn't have an offensive weakness at all. No, 
And then I wrote um, his last games. He had 49, 14, and 10 his last game, which is insane. 25, 15, and 14. Just casual numbers for center. Yeah. <laughs> 17, 12, and 13. Like, he didn't score that much, but still, 12 rebounds no, and 13 No, that was against the Lakers. I watched that, and he didn't. Yeah, and they beat the Lakers. He did, yes. But they I didn't. the bomb. They didn't. Jokic did nothing. And then I look up at the end, and I'm like, shoot, he's got a, like 17, 13, and 12 or a triple level. Like, yeah. shoot. And then the, Yeah, and then the game before, he had 28 and 7, then 21, 13, and 8. And I, the Nuggets are 23 and 20. They're, I think, sixth in the West. Sixth. I believe they're sixth, and they're, they're getting hot. Yeah. Jamal Murray's going to be back after the All-Star break. Yeah, and he's doing this all without Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, yeah. If, they, if they get up, I would say, four or five seed, I mean, you can't ignore what he's doing. I, I know it. I we, yeah. we mentioned it in episode one with Giannis how it's kind of you're kind of numb to how great they are because Giannis is on an unbelievable tear now. Also, I I don't have his stats here, but he's yeah. he's scored twenty five plus, and I think it was fourteen straight. Um, but with with Jokic, I saw uh, a post about um, Embiid because Embiid had fifty. I think that same night, yeah, he had f- and yeah. twenty seven minutes. It was yeah, wow. And they were like, oh, Embiid had a better night. And even though that's insane scoring, 49, 14, and 10, I don't care if they went to overtime. I don't – yeah, mean, that's insane numbers. Jokic is better. Wild. Yeah, I think – speaking of Giannis, I think Giannis is probably one of the most dominant inside players I've ever seen. Like, you can compare him to Shaq. Like, his jumper's the getting ball. there too. Yeah, his He's jumper's getting smoother. And- but when he just – he can get it at the three-point line, take one dribble and dunk it. Yeah, and or he just gets on the block, dribbles and just dunks over people. It's insane. He's he's one of those that I believe I think he's twenty seven. Um, that I think if he continues to do this and continues to win, and then we look up when he's thirty eight or thirty nine, um, or or retired, he might be a top five ever. Yeah, type of player, because he does he really does it all. Like he gets a lot of boards. He's incredibly good at defense. Great defender. Yeah. He he has solid assists, like five assists a game, I think. Yep. Um, and I like I really like Giannis because he's a story of like really working hard. Because when he first came in the league, he was a toothpick. One, he was really like he was a twig, and then his stats. If you look every year, they like steadily increase, and it's incredible. If you ever hear yeah. him like speak to, listen to his interviews, he's like he's he's like the best person. Yeah, he's a funny guy. I mean he's yeah. so humble. He's so like just like pretty soft spoken and just like straight to the point. Like just extremely humble. I mean it's it's amazing. Yeah, there was an interview with him, and he was like, "If my son ever told me, or if my son ever said." Dad, can you come play with me or something? He's like, I would quit the NBA right now and go play with my son. I'm like, oh, Giannis, pulling the heartstrings. <laughs> now there's. But my favorite Giannis thing is the tweet he had, where he's like, just tried a corn dog for the first yeah. time. Man, God bless America. <laughs> I think he did something with smoothies too. I think there was a smoothie yeah. one. Just had smoothie king or something. Um, one one team that stood out to me is the Jazz this week. Um, they're fully healthy. At, I mean, Mit- Mitchell is down right now. He's going to be out tonight. Um, they have they had losses to the Rockets and Pistons this week. Um, they lost to my Lakers as well. Um, and there are three and seven their last ten, and they're just slowly falling. And it's one of those situations that 
um, as good as Gobert is and as good as Donovan Mitchell is, they have to make a conference finals this year, I believe, or they're they're going to break break them up or break. They got to do something yeah. because they're they're constantly a top three or four seed in the West and then not getting over that hump. They have a really it. deep team. If you look at their roster, they have a really deep team with a lot of players who contribute yep. on a nightly basis. Yeah, so so I don't know if I don't know if they do. It's hard. I mean, it's really easy to say just get them another superstar, but I don't know if it's one of those yeah. things where they need a, a wing presence because they have Royce O'Neal and uh, I think Bojan Bogdanovic, and even though they're good, they got Joe Ingles. He, you know, he's had a rough he's had a rough year compared to his his normal. He's well. He's like thirty six, thirty seven. Is he really old. that old? He's pretty old. He I must think have played in old. Australia before he came over, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But are you looking it up, Conlon? I can. Sorry, I didn't realize. I was I think muted. He's up there. Um, I can though. <laughs> yeah, he's. He, I uh, I just know that he's only he's 2K. only thirty four. Yeah. I mean, which is okay. oh, never mind. Still old, but. Younger, a little younger. No, and, and I think you can say for the first time in a while the East. I won't say they're better than the West because there's a couple teams. The Suns and the Warriors have outplayed just about everybody this whole season, but the East looks pretty pretty stacked. There's a ton of ton of powerful players over there, and I saw that there's only the top seven teams are all within four games of the top spot, which is I mean who knows who's going to come out of there now with KD down and uh, yeah really Zach Levine's down for the Bulls right now so. Um, yeah, I was. I just I looked at this and I didn't realize Miami was tied for first with tied for first the first seed in the East. Yeah, they've been they've been getting hot and Bam Adebayo just came back for them. Um, and it's like the first time. Uh, if you look at the bottom, like the seven, eight, nine, ten seeds, usually in the East they're under five hundred. They're at five hundred. I know. So it's improvement. Yeah, seriously. But I know the one game last night, I don't have it written down here. I was just going off memory. Uh, the Warriors, I don't know if you guys saw, what a bad loss. They lost to a Pacers team on a back on a uh, second night of a back-to-back after playing the Lakers, and they were without Sabonis and Brogdon, and they had their starting five. Again, the Warriors had Clay and Steph both there. I think Draymond's still out, but they had Wiggins. You know, They're almost all healthy. All they had for the Pacers was Kiefer Sykes as their point guard, uh, Chris, Chris Duarte. Uh, He's good. Um, Torrey Craig was on there. Just a bunch of, I don't know. Oh, uh, Goga Bataze instead of Miles Turner at some. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how they beat the Warriors. I didn't get to watch it, but that's a rough one. They went to overtime. But, yeah, that's, that's a bad one. Do you know if the if James Wiseman's going to come back for the Warriors soon? He's supposed to be back this year. I don't know the timetable, okay. but he's supposed to be back this year, and that's just going to add another element. I think us. he's I think he's really good. I know some people are like they should trade him, but I don't know. I think he's pretty good. The one piece that I hear is him for maybe Miles Turner, because Miles Turner as a rim protector in uh, Golden State would be, and obviously can spread yeah. the floor and open up lanes for for Wiggins or whatever to True. drive, but. No, I think James Wiseman, I think they have a tremendous um, – the Warriors have a tremendous amount of, of veteran talent and young talent. Kaminga's been playing really well. Um, he had his first double-double the other night. Um, but He has the best nickname. What's his nickname? I think you told me before, but I, I don't remember. 
Can you say it on here? I, yeah, I guess so. It's just his first first three letters of his name. <laughs> and then Bucket. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. But, um, yeah, really everything I, I want to talk about was Eastern, uh, Eastern Conference-based. Um, somehow the Bulls are still holding on to the one seed. Zach Levine goes down. Lonzo Ball went down. Um, but they're they're holding on after their losses to the Nets. Yeah, holding on for dear life. Seriously, they they lost to the Nets, big Warriors, big, and then they lost to the Grizzlies, also big, and then they lost to the Celtics by two, and uh, they're one and four in their last five. So I don't see them staying up there. I had them finishing the five seed to begin this to begin the season. That was my pick, and uh, I think they might, you know, with everybody so close, they might fall down, fall fall, yeah. fall down to that uh, range. But. Um, yeah, like you said, Miami Heat are red hot. They're seven and three in their last ten. They're now tied for the one seed, and, and Bam's back and healthy. But there there wasn't um there wasn't a whole lot of like I mean we we mentioned the star performances with Jokic and Embiid, but nothing else really stood out to me. Just yeah, nothing else. Just the Eastern Conference was yeah is uh, standing out to me right now. But I guess we can move on to one of our non sports topics. Is Zach or Common? I don't care which one. Oh, I can I can do mine. So this is the name of this segment Kaylee came up with. Boy. It's called the wannabe category. Okay. So the first question is Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. I don't I would say no, because I think a hot dog's its own thing. But if you go in technicality, yeah. But I will say I, no. I agree with you. I don't. I don't think it's a sandwich. And also, I looked online, and the National Hot Dog and Sausage Com- Council ruled that it was not a hot dog, or not, not, not a hot dog, not a sandwich. Okay. When I think of a sandwich, I always think of two two pieces of bread. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, same. So. So, no. so there's your no. answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Second, the second wannabe question. Do you think? Tomatoes should be a fruit or a vegetable. I know they're classified as a fruit, as a fruit, but do you think they should be? Like scientifically, should they, or like just like like do you by think, my own like, emotional feelings, should they? Be? Your own emotional feelings. No, they, should, they should be. Fruit I, obviously, they shouldn't be. Nobody in their right mind just takes a tomato and just takes a bite out of it. I mean, yeah, that, that's I know people. I know people do that, but like that's weird. Um, I, so I think put a, do you put tomato in like a. A bowl of yogurt for morning or yeah, a smoothie. yeah. no a shake or, or when you're at like subway and you're looking at all the vegetable options and there's tomato with like spinach and olives yeah like that's not a fruit no way okay i'm like i'm liking your guys's answers yeah so we're all far. agreeing so far all right this one will probably agree maybe you gotta give us more controversial Is... questions yeah all right i just thought of this last second okay <laughs> it's hard to <laughs> think of something is is cereal a soup uh no. Yes. Oh, Ooh. Yes, uh-uh. it is. And I, I I say no, but I can see why. Yeah, because uh, you you go ahead, Colin. I just like ahead. I typically think of soup being like hot, I guess. Yeah, and I think I agree. I think it's all it, it has to be like made together. So like cereal is just two components. Oh, it's just like you put one thing together, put another thing together. Soup, I feel like it's all got to be, like, made together. You're persuading me with that one. Now thinking about that, yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's a really good point. 
I didn't think about that. But I just thought, I thought just thought the definition of soup was something in a liquid. <laughs> so that's what I was thinking. But now that you said that, you have to put in the, the cereal and the milk. That I, Can I compound on that question? I mean, we all put our cereal first, right? And then the milk? Yeah. I've heard of people yeah. putting milk. I don't really like... They're all, psych- they're all psycho. I don't love cereal, so I don't eat it very often. But yeah, if I do... I haven't eaten cereal in a long cereal time. In the milk. Unless, like... Yeah. You just pour more cereal in your leftover milk. Yeah. Yeah. I'm back on like this. I, I didn't have cereal for quite a while. And now I'm like back into it like shredded wheat i know it's like the boring of the hopped boring. on the hopped on the train the cereal train yeah that and raisin bran i don't know raisin bran raisin, raisin bran low brand. key slaps yeah, raisin bran's not bad it does it's pretty oh, good it does do you get just raisin bran or raisin bran crunch the crunch is better yeah yes the crunch is better we're, all right we're all my last, my so last question kind of odd i yeah. thought we'd be disagreeing and arguing by now all right the, this one i put down i thought of it myself some of these I found were Kaylee's ideas or I found online. So this one is, do you eat mashed potatoes with a fork or spoon? Spoon. That's spoon. Just, unless I'm eating something else on weird. the plate. Yes, unless I'm... That's weird. That's no wrong. Way. Yes. If you <laughs> just like, I mean, what else do you eat with mashed potatoes? Just like some kind of chicken, like fried chicken, baked chicken, whatever it may be. Like, you're going to eat that with a... You're going <laughs> to eat... Yeah. Some green beans. You're just scooping up some green beans. Yeah, you just you beans. just like fork it all together. Like you're not gonna get a specific spoon for your mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna go through the through the fork. Right. Oh man, I can't even talk. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, I was just about to say that if I'm eating it with something else and I'm eating that with a fork, like turkey, then yeah, I'm using. Do you the fork. hold like your f- spoon in your left hand and your fork <laughs> in your right hand? <laughs> Oh man, that's funny. No, but normally a spoon. But if I'm eating something else on the plate, like turkey or chicken, yeah, fork. That was funny. Dude. I can't say I like ever even have a spoon on me. Like if I'm like setting the table for dinner, I'm probably not putting a spoon out. See, I use a spoon over a fork for everything if I can. I know it's weird. Okay. Yeah. Now here's a, this is a weird thing um if we're doing like cake and ice cream like a birthday or something i'd rather have a fork than a spoon oh that's yeah. crazy like I, i'd I rather agree. i'd rather eat my ice cream with a fork than eat my cake with a spoon yeah i'd agree with that so that's wild do you eat rice with a spoon or a fork spoon i just added that on right now spoon spoon i eat fork fork that's yeah. crazy because it falls right through. So if you're eating, if you're eating Panda Express, yeah. are you eating your bowl with um, they, orange chicken and rice? No, I'm, and I'm using spoon? chopsticks, dude. Come on. I'm using a fork. I'm I'm use using chopsticks. a fork also because that's like I can't use chopsticks. What they either. give you? That's what they give you. But you can get a spoon, I think. Can you? I'll have to check it out. Uh, I guess I, it's on campus for me. I think I can choose like okay. anything I want. Okay. I still have a uh, coupon to Panda Express because like. We went there all the time after high school basketball games. So in my wallet, I still have like and I haven't been there since. If you know, you know. So yeah, if you know, you know. But still, in my wallet is like get one free like bowl with your meal or whatever it is. And I have I've had that in my back or my wallet for four years. Never used it. I just think like what about peas? You guys, I mean, when you eat peas, for example, fork. Oh, that's crazy. I just don't use a spoon. 
That's wild. I use a spoon for ice cream. Yeah, if I'm that just eating ice cream, soup. I use a spoon, soup, yogurt, it cereal. It falls right through, like peas, rice. I'm, no, one, does not. I'm one of those people that have to get, like, what if you get to the end and you have, like, five peas left? I just use my like, hands. Okay. I put my finger, <laughs> I put my finger and then I use it to get it on the fork. Uh, manners, dude. Oh, gosh. Says the person holding a fork and spoon going at his turkey <laughs> and mashed potatoes. Oh, that's funny. All right. Yeah, that that was that was all my questions. That was a good one. All right. That was a good one. Thank so, credit goes to Kaylee. She she was the one who came up with it. I had no idea. They had a girl, Kaylee. That's good funny. Job. Yeah, shout out to Kaylee. Good work. I guess we can somehow transition into the NHL. Perks of having a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> fiance, fiance, fiance. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. My, my bad. She's gonna come after me for that one. <laughs> I know. It's a good thing I corrected you. Yeah. <laughs> Being the doghouse. But I think the big thing uh, going on in the NHL right now was the All Star Game, uh, the selection that just happened, and the big controversy is every team has to have at least one player and um, that's something that we've all talked about coming into this how we feel about it um, little weird a lot of, lot of stars are having outstanding seasons um, for some guys that are definitely questionable and I understand and I want to hear what you guys have to say about it but I, I understand um, <clears throat> wanting to represent every team and I understand the NHL All-Star Game is kind of a joke anyway it's kind of just a show type of thing um, my only thing with it is at the end of the people's careers, um, you look at you're trying to compare who, which which player is better than the other, for example, or you want to see how great a player is. Maybe they don't have as many all-star games as, I don't know. That's just all-star games is something I look at um, in sports for players, but I want to hear what you guys want to, want to say and what you guys think about it. Um, I think, so I don't like it, um, like that it's, McKinnon said basically like it's a participation, like you're acting like it's a participation thing when it's not. Like, this is a competitive league. This is supposed to be a competitive game. Uh, we want the best players there to put on, like, an entertaining uh, product for our fans, too. And I think that makes sense. Uh, I would be fine with, like, having every team, um, like, represented. If at the end of the year, like, say the MLB does, they have the all-star game, then they have, like, an all-pro team or an all-MLB team. If the NHL did that, it wouldn't... Um, bother me but i don't think they do and i could i don't i don't believe they yeah do and that. so if they did that i'd be totally fine with it but it bothers me um that it's basically it is a um, participation thing at this point yeah I'd, I'd agree with common i didn't think about the all nhl but yeah for example selecting each from each team like adam pellick from the islanders right yep. islanders yep he is like six points and he's an all-star over some other guys one in buffalo performing way better rossmus dalin i saw in buffalo good up-and-coming player not an all-star yet even guys like jack hughes and uh for the devils first pick a couple years ago he's going to be outstanding player he's had a good season he's not an all-star i don't think yet and then for a popularity contest really it is arizona has another one in clayton keller that made it Who's uh, a good young player, but he's not—he's not to that level yet. But I want to—I want to just want to say a couple guys they left off because there's a couple stars that they, le- that they left off. I don't have Jake Gensel written here for the Penguins. He, he's had an—he will season. get in though um, right? because someone's opting out, 
so he will actually go. Okay. Um, who's your okay. biggest snub? Good. I have two, and dude, I'm kind of fired up about okay. it. One is Ro- Roman Yossi for the Predators. Yeah, I had him too. I, I don't know how. He's, he's probably the best defenseman this year in hockey, and I don't know if it's one of those things that he's like Saros, their goalie. Um, I don't know if he said, I want you to have it type of thing. I don't know what happened in, in-house with that. Um, Because I don't know, you know, Soros is having a breakout year, but who knows what it's going to be like moving forward. Um, Then the other one I have, the Roman Yossi, that's just crazy to me because he's he's been unbelievable. And then Igor Shesterkin, the goalie for the Rangers, leads the league in goals against average and save percentage. And I know this might just be like a breakout little stretch for him, and maybe he falls, he comes back to earth. But I don't. They they have like the third best record in hockey, and he's been unbelievable. So I don't know how that how that works. And to like add to that, that was my biggest one was Shesterkin, and he. I mean, he's been the best goalie in the league, the entire league, not just that division. And uh, like, especially at the beginning of the year, the Rangers, like they do all these advanced stats now. They were like well below average. Like they were only holding like forty five percent of like the expected goals. Like they were like one of the worst teams in the league the first like 15, 20 games of the year, and he won them basically yeah. every game in that stretch. And so the only reason the only reason he didn't make it is because Kreider and uh, Fox both made it and they both deserve it. Kreider's been unbelievable and Fox is also a top right. three defenseman. But I don't know how you can't leave Shesterkin off. That just blows my yeah, mind. If you literally are have the best statistics as a goalie. He's been the best goalie in hockey this yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, then you should get in. Yeah. He's gonna be able- sometimes I think there should be there should there should be a fan vote, but then I also think there should be like a like player, like maybe right. like a player vote or something. And NBA, something that's more. NBA does that. They let the fans start or uh, vote the starters in, and then the players and and stuff vote the vote the uh, reserves in. But okay, good. Because I remember, you remember when Zaza Pachulia almost was a starter. The one thing that messed, yeah, I do. That that reminds me of the Giants a couple of years ago in the MLB had like seven starters at one point, getting close to the voting ending. And I'm thinking Brandon Crawford's batting two thirty one. With like seven yeah, homers, what's that all about? Because San Francisco like, goes crazy about it. Yeah, one that would happen in MLB. If, this is off topic, but Addison Russell when he played for the Cubs, oh, he was the starting shortstop. That was atrocious. That got me so mad. That he was, batted like mm-hmm. two thirty. That was that. I was heated about that one. And now he's out of the league. Yeah, for for reasons bad things. For reasons we're not going to. Yeah, about and that. I mean Shesterkin's going to be laughing about it when he wins the Vesna at the end of the year, but. Uh, Right now, yep. he's got to be uh, kind of pissed. So, I think. Um, yep, I agree. And there was a lot of another one is just uh, I hate the little rat, but Brad Marchand. I think. I mean, that's obviously. Yeah, he's been unbelievable. It's, he is, and he's he's like thirty five or something, and he's still doing this. He's, yep, he's been unbelievable. But Do not who, like him. Who made it for them that that beat him out? I can't think off the top of my head. Charlie McAvoy, I, yeah. I think, made it as a um, defenseman. Um, it wasn't a goalie. I thought they had like a couple. If it was Bergeron over Marshawn, that's just come on. I looked at like a snubs list, NHL snubs All Star list, and they put Sidney Crosby on there. I, but like, I, he did not have the stats. No, if we're just going off, it's just a how, name. Yeah, exactly. How good he's been in the past, but no, he's and I think he's been injured for a lot of the time too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Bergeron got it. I think he got the fan vote. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. 
So. And he's, I think he's 36 or 37 also. He's, he's getting up there. Yeah, the Bruins are... They've been playing well. They're going in a direction, though, where all their good players are getting old. They are. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I have not like I've watched the are Bruins just <laughs> since the Stanley Cup. They just <laughs> we played them. Just re-signed uh, Tuka Rask too um, to a one-year deal. Yeah, he, so he got lit up the other night. I think he gave up five or six. I don't know. If <laughs> Was that against there. Carolina? I believe so. Yeah. Jesus, they're they're insane. So yeah, but we can we can kind of use that to transition yeah. if you want. Yeah, might top as well. Five in the West top three. That would be a good switch. Yeah. Um, you want to start in, start in the East? Just cup contenders. Is this top three teams? Top th- it's so difficult because, I mean, it, there's eight playoff teams. It basically, in the East, like, for the most part, we have the eight playoff teams. I don't see any other team, like, making a run at the playoffs except the Islanders, um, who I initially had winning that division. Um, so that was a tough pick. But, I mean... Adam Pellick. I mean, I think they can still do it. They're last in the division, but wild card wise, they're like, I think they were, they have ten games in hand and like eighteen points out, so they can still do it. They just got to go on an insane run here. But I mean, with Shesterkin playing like that, I think the Rangers are obviously really dangerous. Um, I have no faith in Toronto. I don't. I don't think they'll ever get off that playoff curse. Um, and I obviously find it really difficult to pick against Tampa. They've looked insane again this year. Like, nobody can stop them. Florida. Florida was putting up, like, six goals a game for, like, a stretch of ten, ten games. Oh, goodness. It's unbelievable. Like, never seen anything like that, even after the whole Kodak incident. So, <laughs> um, I mean, Boston's 8-2 and two in their last ten. Like, they look great down the stretch. Um, I don't know if that'll continue though, because um, I I don't really trust their goaltending. Uh, obviously, they just signed Tuca, but I think it'll take him a while to settle in. So I guess my top three have got to be um, New York, uh, the Rangers, of course. I actually I really like the Penguins because uh, like Malkin's back, Sid's back, and he's been playing incredible. Um, yeah. So I got those yeah. two, and then the the last one is so difficult. Because it's either uh, Carolina, Florida, or Tampa, and all three of those teams have just had insane seasons. Like there's been times when they just look like unstoppable. So I don't know. I think the East is better than the West. I, I think the East I, is stacked. I don't looking, know. If that's no, a goal. the East is looking at it probably definitely better than the West. <laughs> I feel like it typically is though. Yeah. What do you think of that? Okay, I'll give you guys mine. I did some research. As everyone knows, I'm not. I'm getting into NHL. I've gotten into it more. Hey, you're, I know you're getting there, Adam man. Pellick. You're getting there. So my my list, I was looking at the standings and some other power rankings. And so for East, we're just doing yep. East right now, right? Yes, sir. Yep. All right. So number one, I have Florida. It's probably just recency yep. bias, but they've been on a tear, and they. Like they've just scored so many goals, and I I like I was looking at their different differential, whoa, between goals and goals allowed and goals scored, and they're just forty nine, which is pretty dang good. So I have the number one, yeah. And then I have 
Second, I have Carolina. They've been playing really good lately. I saw something where they've been incredible against the power play, defending the power play, I'm pretty sure. And also their differential goals and stuff is 45. And they've only played 36 games, and they have 54 points. And the New York Rangers and their division have played four more games, and they have two more points than they do, so it's pretty dang good. And then third, I have Tampa. They've just been... They've been good for a while, and they're yeah. still doing good. Yeah. How how are those rankings? No, I think, yeah, rankings. I think they're solid. solid. I, I mean, I think those three teams, if, like, there's six teams in there that you could slide into those top three spots every week. So. Oh, I agree. I was looking at just power rankings of NHL, like the whole thing. It's like all the top teams are all like East, East, but East. Carolina, yep. uh, their, their PK percentage is uh, 90%. So... You're killing ninety percent of penalties. That's that's pretty impressive. So, St. Louis pretty, is six pretty, yeah. at eighty-four point three percent. So, yeah, I think we just so. dropped because I think we were third or fourth. Um, I actually got a little ahead of myself and I put top five. Um, and I, I I'll start with five. I have the Leafs there, and I agree with you. The Leafs, I'm I'm a, I, I'd say I'm a Leafs fan. I said my Leafs fan. Um, and just following them, they do. The only reason I put them in the top five over teams like Boston and Washington and Pitt, Pittsburgh, um, was because they've played three or four less games than them because of all the uh, can- Canadian rules. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Postponing, postponing games. Um, so I have them at number five. I have the Rangers at number four. Um, and that's just only because I think they're a little top heavy. Um, and I don't know about their third or fourth lines as much. Um, at number three, I have the Hurricanes, and they could be number one to me because they've played, again, four four games less than Florida and five less than Tampa Bay. Um, and they only are five points behind both of them. Uh, at number two, I have the Panthers, and this was a tough one for me. And who would have thought Florida and Tampa are our hockey cities all of a sudden, but... Um, no, number two is, is Panthers for me, and the, the only reason I have Tampa above them is number one is because Florida at home – let me get it here. I saw it yesterday. Um, uh, yeah, at home they're 21-3-0, um, which is insane. But on the road they're 6-5-5. Five, and five. So, And they have a, like a six-game road uh, trip coming up. So we'll really know exactly how, how they are, I think, after that road trip. Um so I have Tampa at number one. Do I think Tampa's going to win it all? No, I don't. I don't. That's only because I don't. I didn't think two in a row, back to back. I thought that was a stretch, and they did that. I don't think there's any chance they do three. Um, but yeah, right now I have Tampa one, Florida two, Carolina Hurricane three, New York Rangers four, and Toronto Maple Leafs five. Uh, I watched part of that game. Uh, the Toronto game on TNT the other I night. Too, yep. I guess it was Rangers. Wednesday. Yeah, they got up. Was it three zero? I believe so. Or was it? Yeah, they got up three zero and ended up blowing that game. They they but, did that to the. Uh, I don't know who was it the other night. They did it a couple games ago too, and then they lost to the Coyotes on I think TNT. I think that was last week. That was on TNT. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. They're another team that I think is very top heavy. They have Nylander, Matthews, Tavares, um, Morgan Riley's great defenseman. Well, and and bunt Marner. Marner, there you go. Bunt, uh, bunting is there too, and they're, they're very good players. 
But besides that, those last two lines are don't have don't have strength, and that's where I think it's going to hurt them. Because Soup, yeah, Soup I, Jack Campbell has been uh, very good, but, but yeah, yeah, I do uh, love their uniforms though. Oh, they're um, clean, man. My birthday's yeah, coming up, are... and I'm, I'm asking for one. Oh, they're clean, <laughs> so clean. Those are so clean. Um, they're they're definitely one of my favorites in the league. You guys want to move on to the West? Yep. Yeah. You guys lead the way. Hit it, Colin. All right, yes, sir. Um, so, what are the two? What we got the Central and the Pacific. The Pacific is so much weaker. Um, yeah. Than the Central. Oh my gosh. Uh, even Vegas has not looked good like consistently this year. Um, their last time, they're four, four, and two. I still think they're like dangerous. Um, I think they'll be a like contender at the end of the year, especially once they get uh, Eichel back. But they do have a cap situation where they're going to have to move other pieces to like take on his contract, so I don't really know how that's all going to play out. Yeah, I heard that too. Top team's Colorado, for sure. I mean... Sadly, yes. They are so good. It's insane. Um, they're 9-0-1 in their last 10. They've won five in a row. And the worst part about this... Uh, they haven't gotten great um, goaltending. Like, it hasn't been bad, but it hasn't been good. Um, if they get good goaltending, watch out. <laughs> exactly. It, like, it, it might be over if that goes down. Right. Like, and I mean, I know Kemper's always, always had um, kind of injury problems, but if he can stay healthy and he can, like, pick his game up, they're going to win the cup. Yeah. Like, kind of a done deal. Uh, I also, the Predators who. I didn't see them doing anything this year. They've looked good. I think they're a pretty big physical team. Um, so I think they're they're kind of there's there's teams in this uh, in that central division that are just built for the playoffs. Like St. Louis is. They're big. They are physical. Um, Minnesota is. They're the same way. Big physical, uh, and so is Nashville. So all 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 those teams are dangerous. I think I would go Avalanche, um, and then. Colorado, probably um, Vegas and St. Louis are my top three out of that uh, conference. Okay, I think St. Louis has has more experience, and I think they're a better team uh, than they have been the past couple of years. Uh, they got a little more speed. They got a little more uh, like creativity with Kyrou and Thomas. Uh, a little more finesse than what we had before. Yeah, right. They got more chemistry too. I mean, Barbashev's playing out of his mind uh, with that when they put all the Russians together. It really hasn't hasn't mattered where everyone plays. Every line is producing. I mean, they've been moving guys um, between the like first three lines all season, and they've all produced. So, getting this spring, yes, yeah, so, they call it the Springfield oh, yeah. Express, is what they always call it. Our AHL team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those guys are coming up and playing too. So, I think yep. they're they're really deep. I think that'll help uh, with the style they play, especially once it gets uh, to playoff time. Yeah, so I had the same top three, I think in a little different order. Colorado and one, they're playing incredible. They're 9-0-1 in their last 10, which is crazy. 46 goal differential. They've only played 38 games, have 57 points. It's crazy. Um, second, I have St. Us, the Blues. As what Colin was saying, I think we're really deep. We're playing pretty good. 
Um, we've also we've only played we've played 39 games, have 51 points. That kind of shows how good Colorado is. They've played one less game than us and have 57. Um, and then third, I have Vegas. Like same as with Conlon, the Central's a lot stronger than the Pacific. Just looking at the standings and the records and everything, but Vegas has experience. They've have had a good team um, recently, and I really think the Blues can have another really strong run at the Stanley Cup. The only problem, the only problem I kind of see is they're a lot better at home. Um, on the road, they're seven, seven, and three. It's five hundred, which is good, but. It'd be nice if that was over 500. We're we're in Seattle tonight playing, um, and I think yeah, like 10 yeah. o'clock at night Eastern. We time beat Seattle last, last week. Uh, came back from a 1-0 deficit in the third, and yeah, yeah beat them two one. So, so we should be eight seven and three tomorrow. Hopefully, ideally. Yeah. So, I also have Colorado number one. Uh, actually, I'll start backwards real quick. I mean, we all had Colorado number one. I don't think you can really argue against that. Um, I have the Predators number five because I did a top five. I have them number five. And the reason for that is I don't think they're that deep. I I look at teams that are deep and the teams that can roll out four lines and those are teams that are going to be successful moving forward. And I know this is like a power rankings of who's who's the best five or best three right now. Um, I have them number five. They've played the most games out of everybody. They haven't had many cancellations. I also look at that. Um, they've played 42, uh, Colorado 38, we've played 39, Minnesota's only played 35. And uh, I actually have Minnesota number four. I think um, Minnesota is a scary team. And I think another reason was also they've played four or five games less than everybody. Um, number three, I have the Golden Knights. And I haven't kept up with Vegas a whole lot. Um, I'm just going off of off the record here. And like you said, Pacific not – even though LA's been playing well and the Ducks have kind of surprised a bunch of people, it's, it's a weak, weak uh, division. Number two, I have St. Louis, and even though I put them at number two, and I'm a homer for our, for our Blues, obviously, <coughs> I think they can definitely make a run for the Stanley Cup, and that's also because of the four lines we can throw out. And I agree with Zach, and I was going to say that, and you mentioned it before I could, we need to be better away from home our home i think we're i mean we, we just lost that uh to the maple leafs the other night but we were like 11 0 and 1 our last 12 or whatever at home um but w- for the first time tonight we have um everybody healthy we have booch back you got Perron back you got flatty back you got everybody healthy you like you like to see benner perform a little bit better than he has a little little more strong um, but Huso has been fantastic and it's just the next man up mentality. That's what it's been all year for us. And I think we could be, you know, we have 51 points. Colorado has 57. I think we could be 55, 56 points if we were healthy this whole time. So right now, yes, I have Colorado above us and is Colorado dangerous as can be sure. But I think we can compete with them. Playoff hockey is a different atmosphere than a regular season. Um, so I'd like to see us get to that too. If we can hop over Colorado, that'd be great. But uh, Nashville, Nashville doesn't scare me that much. We also handled them. It was 5-3 the other night. The Blues beat them. I thought we handled them better than the score shows. Um, but, yeah, I have Preds 5, Wild 4, Vegas 3, Blues 2, and Av number 1. So. 
Yeah, that sounds reasonable. I like it. So. Yeah, not really yeah, like it. anything to really debate there. Right. Pretty, pretty obvious. But you guys want to cover MLB sure. real quick? Yeah, with for sure. uh, cards. So the cards had, or it was the international signing period, and the cards made some pretty good signings, I think. Um, they signed Juan Ben Cho, Chow? I think it's Cho, yeah. Cho? He's 18 years old from South Korea. He he looks really good. I saw that he's graded above average on like every single metric for baseball. He a uh, couple stats. Um, first amateur player from Asia signed by the Cardinals. And in the National Power Showcase in 2020 at Globe Life Field in Texas, he had a 468 homer with an exit velocity of 112. And then he also hit a 485-foot home run with an exit velocity of 115. And so if that was 2020, he was, I think he was 17 at that time too. And that's pretty cool. I, he's center fielder. Hopefully he develops pretty good. Him and Jordan Walker could be exciting coming up. And then we also made two other big signings. We signed a – these were two top 30 talents. Jonathan Mejia, he's a 16-year-old switch-hitting shortstop. And a Venezuelan catcher, Luis Rodriguez. And they're both considered advanced offensively for their age. So it's pretty exciting. Moe's making moves for prospects hopefully our minor league teams will bounce back and be good Stack Look at Zach Zach, yeah. stats. i appreciate yeah. it that's good stuff that's yeah. good stuff no i've seen just a little bit of uh what is it cho juan bin cho yes but i mean smooth swing smooth swing and i looked a little bit of his um outfield throws that he was making in like some kind of showcase he was hitting like 91 from the outfield which is which is above average, I believe. Pretty uh, good at yeah. eighteen in high I think, school. I think he was sixteen or seventeen when that was filmed too. So. I think um, I could throw like sixty miles an hour from the outfield. <laughs> but yeah, and um, I I saw we have I mean we just have a good farm system and we don't have a lot of pitching down there right now. Um, but I don't know. I know we have Gorman down there who I will if the season happens this year he'll be up at some point. Uh, Libertor is our main pitcher down there, and he'll be up at some point in the next year, I'm sure. Um, but Jordan Walker is a stud, and then uh, Yvonne Herrera, I believe his name is, the catcher who played in Double A. Yeah. If he can get his average up, that was the main thing um, to kind of be the next. He's not going to fill Yachty's role, but kind of kind of help hold it down a little bit. Um, we still have what's his name? Who's our backup catcher? Kisner. Yeah, Kisner. Yeah. He, I think if he gets I, if he gets consistent playing time, I think he can show some some more than what he has. But yeah, I would, like he hasn't been able to play at all because Yadi just plays every game, so he hasn't. Yeah, Yachty, which kind of worries me. Yadi's a little stubborn. I don't think he yes. wants to sit at all. So. But um. But yeah, I I think the only other thing was, and I can kind of transition this way of Juan Ben Cho. I don't know where he's gonna. I don't know how that works minor league wise I don't know where he's kind of fits in or where he goes right I think away. he's going to a ball so like either low, ball or, or is it just straight yeah up low a. a okay single a probably go up to high at the end of the year if he performs good yeah and then they came out with the rule yesterday or not rule but the new idea that they're going to try robotic umpires in triple a this year what do you guys think stupid <sighs> 
I I don't I don't like it. It's a it's a human game. The human element's kind of part of the game. The umpires get the calls right like ninety nine percent of the time. Um, it also takes away the art of framing as a catcher. Me and Conlon are both catchers. Um, did you catch AJ? I did not. No, you did not. Yeah. So, yeah, the art of framing. I don't know. I just I just think. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like baseball has been going good for for a long time, and they've been starting to do some of these rule changes and different stuff, and they haven't really been doing improving anything really. So I say umpires. The umpires are pretty dang good. I yeah, I agree. I don't love it. Um, I understand like trying to make the game more accurate, more modern, like everything's moving towards that. You see soccer's moving to the goal line technology, the VAR for offsides, but I also hate that. I mean, a guy's pinky finger can be offsides by, like, a millimeter, and it's an offsides. Like, that's just, that takes away from the game. Uh, there's a lot of times you just, I don't know. It's just, it takes away from the game. I think also... Like, how, how are they going to, how are they going to do it? Like, is just part of the ball in the strike zone, is it going to be a strike? So that's debatable. I'll kind of use that to transition to what my thought process is, is that I've said for like two years now, and I saw the the best game that I've seen, and they have those like umpire charts, like grading charts that they get after the game on how they did. And the one in St. Louis, I think he got one ball called, and it was like barely up, or it was it was just like barely he missed it. It was against the Rockies, I believe, in, at Bush in St. Louis. And that's like the best that it's gotten. And I've always said for the last two years that if you had, I think the umpires are needed for, they need to be on the field because plays at, at bases and, and tags and stuff like that, they have to be able to call that stuff. But if they had like a buzzer on their, on their chest or like Altuve or, uh, or something that would kind of tell them right away it's a ball or strike and they could just tell it and get every single one perfect. And I think if you can kind of test that in AAA and if it works well, I don't I think it's a great idea because I I'm tired of looking at the fox tracks or whatever on the screen and I'm like, he missed that one. Oh, he missed that one. And they just started doing that a couple of years ago. They used to like no be they didn't there wasn't a box at all. So, but I like them when they're out of the zone and they call them a strike for us though. Yeah, that's the other side. That's the other side. You're going to Well, the the problem is when it's like inconsistent. Like when one call will go one way and the next one will be in the exact same spot and they'll call it a ball and the next one's a strike. Like it just doesn't. That's the biggest problem. As long as there's consistency, yeah. I don't think it really matters because that also like you just game plan for that. As a pitcher, if he's call if he's giving you the inside strike, you're just gonna paint the inside corner and you just gotta adjust to that as a hitter. So that I'm totally fine with. I think it's the consistency that. Um, that is the biggest thing and i think for the most part like umpires at that level are pretty mm-hmm. consistent except angel <laughs> and um ron i think his name's ron ron something he's he's my least favorite he's he's uh ego centered i'm right always i don't care what your your thought process is if it doesn't agree with me then you're wrong type of thing and um i hate when referees and they have a like such a tough job and you know it's easier for an athlete to be in the heat of the moment and yell at a ref or a fan yell they have the hardest job 
you know, one of the hardest jobs in sports. Um, but when you get all ego, ego centered with it, it just, it bothers me. Um, yeah, you lose some of that passion to just the umpire, umpire, uh, manager just. That's one of the big things. Yeah. You definitely lose, you definitely lose that for sure. But we'll see. We'll see how AAA goes. And um, I don't know how that works. If MLB is delayed, does AAA still get to play? Or are they delayed? Do you guys know? Probably. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know how that works. Um, but can I hop in? I know we've been on here for a while now, but can I hop in with my little uh, non-sports topic? Sure. Yeah. So I brought in today, I wanted, um, I let them both know Zach and Conlon that um, I wanted them to bring in three overrated and underrated foods um, that might kind of upset some people Um, and I have a couple so I'll I'll start with mine Um, my number three is dots candy is this overrated or underrated I'm getting there okay sorry so so dots candy okay we we all know what dots is yeah it's the best candy so it is I can't say I've like ever had maybe like once in my life. It is a They're dots. so so terrible. <laughs> They're so bad. Oh, so underrated. I I, I just uh, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Every flavor is different. I don't know. I like the chewiness. I don't know how else to describe yeah, it. Or you're just a to little be different. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, I don't eat a whole lot of candy, so I'm probably kind of biased. But no, I definitely do not like them. I like chocolate candies. I've been Hannah. Hannah's got me hooked on like gummies. You know, like on a weekend movie night or something. Gummies are kind of the way. I was used to be chocolate all the time. Um, and my number two, <laughs> if we could just go right in number two, uh, popcorn is overrated. I think. That one just depends. So, like movie theater popcorn, yeah, you, you I, I gotta have really, the, you gotta have that butter on there. I don't really like it. So, have you guys had M and M's in popcorn? Yes, that's, yeah, that's it. Like is a, amazing. It's like a Chex mix. So, popcorn by itself, just a bowl. Yeah, I actually really like it. I'll do like we have those kernels. You just throw them on the stovetop and then pop them on there. And then you just salt on them, and that's it. I really like that, but I don't like. I don't love movie theater like popcorn. I love kettle corn. Kettle corn is good. Kettle corn like, is, is that the, superior. Like, yeah. Is that sweet. the like sweet stuff? Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I just know it's at the fair every year, and it smells <laughs> so good. <laughs> My number one that I think whoever listens here, I think is going to be pretty upset, and I think you guys might be a little upset too. Okay. My number one most overrated food in the world, probably more nationwide, is Taco Bell. I think Taco Bell all tastes the same. Oh, I all, hate Taco Bell. It, uh, are you with me? <laughs> I hate Taco Bell. With the oh, let's go. Let's go. K- uh, Kaylee's going to probably hate you for the rest of your, your life. She loves <laughs> yeah. Taco Bell. Yeah. I, I have not been to Taco Bell since high school. We used to go after games. Um, but, like, just, I don't know. Zach, did you go with me to Taco Bell after games? I, I don't like Taco Bell. So probably not. Well. I, don't remember. <laughs> I used to go. I think it was the other Zach. Uh, we'd go to Taco Bell after games, complain about what was what happened <laughs> during the game. But yeah. oh my gosh, no! I love like they used to have like dollar like 
loaded potato burritos or whatever. Those are so good. And you can, they're terrible. They're so bad, like, for you and just, like, whatever's in them. But they taste so good, and they're just a dollar. Like, you really can't beat that. Yeah. I don't really like Mexican food that much. I know it's not considered, okay, like, that's a completely crazy. Mexican. That's a little crazy. Zach and, I do like margaritas. Zach though. and I would go out with our families after pretty much every basketball game in high school, and we'd always get Mexican <laughs> yes. food. And it was, like, towards the end of senior year, and <clears throat> Zach's like, you know, guys, I don't really like Mexican food. Or like, dude, we've been going here for, like, three years, <laughs> like, twice a week, so. I've gotten better. <laughs> No. The margaritas are the real, real driver. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I mean I eat Taco Bell probably twice a year, but if there's any other option down a strip of road at all, I'm I'm probably going there. I'm gonna have to go to Taco Bell now. I seriously <laughs> I haven't been since high school. I like I need to go check it out. But um, what what is uh, your three that you guys brought in? All right, I, I can go. I got so my underrated. I put one down, but then I have another that it's kind of like an honorable mention. Is um, I'll do my honorable mention first. It is a cinnamon and sugar pop tart. You toast it and then you put butter on it. It is incredible. Very underrated. Sounds good. Yeah, I've never I've never had you it. You gotta try it. I feel like putting the, putting the butter on you the pop tart's a little uh, unnecessary. <laughs> no, <it's> <laughs> <laughs> brown no it's yeah brown sugar cinnamon or brown sugar i don't remember i haven't had it in a while toast it put butter on the back side not the top where the frosting is on the back side let it melt and then, and then you should sprinkle like more cinnamon and sugar on the back <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no my other underrated it's a vegetable brussels sprouts Brussels sprouts are good. You put them in a pan. You put cooked, all kinds of seasoning on them. Cooked and seasoned correctly. I'm oh, they're really good. I'm with you. That was actually that was actually one of mine. Was so, it really? Yes. <laughs> so yes, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Now my overrated. My number one, I had a, I knew it from my heart. But this other one, I had shrimp. I do not like shrimp. It tastes like rubber. I think it's uh, it's given way too much more too much prit. Way too much praise. I, for I feel it like it actually is. I feel like it's really polarizing. Like some people just love it, and some people hate I it. I love shrimp so yeah, much. I, I like shrimp. It's so like you much. take a like a, a bouncy ball, really rubbery, and you stick it in your mouth. And try it to is chew rubbery. it out. It is rubbery. You're cooking it wrong. I know this is from a restaurant. <laughs> well, I had shrimp and grits. <laughs> the grits were amazing. The shrimp was not. Wait, what's your number one? My number one is cake. I. Not, I'm with you. not a pie. Would, is, pie is superior. Oh, pie, pie is like I would eat pie over any dessert. Yes. Well, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. You love cheesecake. I do count? love cheesecake. That count as a cake? I don't really count. I don't count it as the cake. Yeah, talking about like you should, different. You should have done that for wannabe. I would say cheesecake is not a cake. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a cake either. But I agree with you. I think cake just a lot of times way too dry. Yeah, I don't like it. It, it has to be perfect. Yeah. There's some cakes I like. I like German chocolate cake if it's done good. <clears throat> but the majority of the time, pie. I'm with you. But I'm it, with you. If you get a good cake, though, it's really, really, really good. Yeah. I yeah, agree. it's got to be perfect, though. Yeah, it's got to be really good. 
Conlon, lead the way. My turn. Uh, yeah. Well, my one underrated uh, was Brussels sprouts. Um, yeah. My biggest, my biggest overrated is like um, cold cuts, like sandwiches. Over or under? Would you say? Over overrated. Okay. Mm. So I I do not like 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 lunch meat. Eat a lot of cold cuts. I really I do not like lunch meat at all. It's just it tastes like I'm eating like wet rubber. Yeah, sometimes it's yeah. Yeah, you gotta get the right kind. Yeah. It's kinda like cake, you gotta get the the right kind of meat. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Oh man. I just lost my train of thought. It was my last one. Um because you had Brussels sprouts, right? Yeah. I don't, what was it? Oh, I think another underrated one that I have, and this one's kind of like controversial, but tuna. Like, just plain canned tuna. Definitely Gross. underrated. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. You open up a can of tuna, and I just want to vomit. I down the thing in like 30 seconds. Love it. Yeah. Oh, my God. You. I mean... Especially, like, since I started, um, like, lifting a couple years ago, like, just throw it on some little, uh, so easy. Oh, what are the, ends? Is that what you said? No, I just said it's so easy, but yeah. We oh, yeah, it is so easy. Option. Like, you, I either just always just, oh, Zach's over here, like, gagging. But, <laughs> Bro, I'm just thinking no, of just like tuna and makes me want to throw up. <clears throat> not, not wheat thins, but, like, the other. Crackers? Yeah, they're, like, crackers, but they're, like, made Brits? out of, like, little like triscuits yeah triscuits that's what it is so let's just put it on triscuits or like make just tuna salad and throw it on like a piece of bread and make a sandwich chicken salad's good i not tuna salad i would much rather eat tuna salad than chicken salad it's like i'm with you yeah because chicken salad is like that like canned chicken's like really soft and just yeah mushy will you make you make the chicken well if you don't make make it homemade so I think COVID's making you, uh, you're thinking a little off. It very well could be. So <laughs> we had a meeting this morning with my mentor for like our senior design project. And I like texted my, like, there's like four of us in this group. I texted them all before and I was like, guys, I have COVID. Like in this morning, this is like right when I woke up. So like everything was mm-hmm. clogged up. I was like, I can barely talk. <clears throat> Sorry. Just had a cough. But, um, I could like barely talk, so I'm like, guys, please like carry me on this one. I, I got it today. Like and then one of one of my group members texted back, they're like, Yeah, me too. So then we just like left it to the other two. So I felt bad, but I was like, I really can't do anything about it today. So Well yeah, I liked your guys' foods. That was good. I also think I think there's only just underrated pretty much anything like um, like wild game wise is underrated like love anything I agree like uh, deer duck fish deer is amazing duck good. is very good the tenderloin the deer tenderloin yeah. I made um, I'm making duck later probably next week I got some stir fry sauce and make like Chinese duck and then oh nice um, I, is it like the Christmas story they bring out the duck and they chop the head off right in front of them <laughs> we did that earlier like when I was home over break but uh, and then made blackened deer and mashed potatoes on Monday so that's so good you should open a restaurant 
wild yeah, game. I don't only. think that's legal, but. <laughs> well, I guess there's really only one other sport to uh, kind of touch on real quick here: um, college basketball. Um, the the one major team that stood out to me this week uh, was Texas Tech because they beat Kansas that we mentioned last week, and they beat Baylor, but they lost to Kansas State, I think, last Saturday, and they went from 19 to 18. That's the that's the only little jump they made. Nice. And I, I think that's a little little harsh there. I think I got gypped a little bit. Um, I think they should be somewhere in the low teens because um, Kansas State's just a scrappy team. Um, and Big 12 play is always kind of tough anyway. But uh, yeah. And then Gonzaga's back at number one. I know, Zach, you're probably loving that. Be, well, uh, they're going to stay there because they're going to play the Sons of the Blind the rest of the <laughs> conference. <laughs> but uh, those are the that's the one that stood out to me. Auburn's still rolling. Arizona's kind of shocking me. And then Purdue lost last night. Um, I think the last thing I'll say, there's not really anything standing out to me. Locally, SLU had a bad loss last night. Gave up 91 to Massachusetts. Uh, it's a bad loss. Um, but the one team that stands out to me that I, they're ranked number eight, but Wisconsin's scaring me. They have Johnny Davis, who's who's a Player of the Year candidate, um, and they just have they have height, they have depth. Um, so I, that's one team to keep an eye on for me. But there was a lot of upsets, and I know Zach, you'll probably touch on it here. But um, I want to hear what you guys want to say. Yeah, that Johnny Davis. He only averaged like seven points a game last year. Now he's averaging twenty two. Yeah, 22 and pretty, eight, eight, 8 rebounds as a guard, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, so last Saturday there was a ton of upsets. Uh, there was seven upset or unranked teams beating a ranked team and some of the top teams that lost. Number one, Baylor to Oklahoma State. Number five, USC to Oregon. Uh, LSU lost to Arkansas. Texas Tech lost to Kansas State. And number 10, Michigan State lost to Northwestern. So there's a lot of good teams and then, as AJ said, Purdue lost yesterday. So I'm just trying to see. I'm excited to see the upsets tomorrow. The conference conference season's always crazy, but I think this oh, year is nuts. really wide open. And I think it's kind of odd that we find that in a lot of sports that it's pretty wide open and anybody kind of can can run away with it. Um, but yeah, except college football. There's yeah, like five teams the, yeah, that yeah. can only win it. Yeah, seriously. But it was it was just another, I mean, it was a good week of basketball. A lot of upsets, like you said. Um, but those two teams were kind of the or those couple teams that I mentioned were or are what stood out to me the most. Colin, do you have? Yeah, I was about to say, do you have anything on this, or do you have a a little game? No, I did not prepare a game or like a segment. Um, I had some written down, but good. I didn't like prepare them. Um, but no, in terms of the too sick. Yeah, he give me a the pass. Of the doubt. <laughs> but no, in terms of basketball, I just think like <laughs> it's so hard to be consistent during conference play. Like we see every year, especially this year, like you mentioned, like these top teams going down to unranked teams. But it's like you're playing so many games in such a short period of time against very high quality teams. You're bound to like slip up at some point. Like uh, Texas Tech, like that's a tough loss. And it sucks because they had a great week. And I think earlier this week they beat um, uh, Iowa State, who is also ranked top 15. So 
I, I just yeah. think, yeah, they kind of like really kicked themselves in the foot there um, with that loss to Kansas State, but I think they definitely can climb pretty quickly considering those three wins. That whole Big 12 is yeah. very stacked this year. It's, it's so it's, good. It's usually good, but this year is really good. A lot of these ranked teams that are unranked teams that beat a ranked team, their records are still like 12 and 4 or something, 15 and 3. They're really good teams, they're just not ranked. And I was really high on Purdue. I watched them on ML, MLK Day against Illinois. They just they have great pieces. Zach Eady's their, their center. Uh, he's 7 4. He's a monster. Uh, I don't remember the first name of their power forward, Williams, uh, but he's a returner. He's been really good. And then uh, I don't remember, is it Jaden Ivey? Something I Ivey. think so. It sounds yeah, familiar. He, he, he reminds me a lot of Ja Morant whenever I was watching him the other day. Very athletic, explosive. Um, but they, I think they barely beat Illinois, I want to say. I yeah, I think exactly. they did. Yeah, I saw that. But then they lost to Indiana last night. And Indiana, it's one of those things when you have a star player like um, and I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Indiana's star. I do not know. I get Johnny Isn't Davis. Isn't a freshman? And, um, I think he has like a double last name. Yeah, I do not know. But I, I don't know if they played at West Lafayette or at Bloomington. But playing at Indiana is always always a hard task in that place when it gets rocking. It is, yeah, Trace Jackson Davis, averaging 19, 9, and 2 a game on 61% shooting. He's a sophomore, 6, 9. Big boy. Yeah. Not bad. So, but um, I guess we can wrap it up here, boys. I don't know if there's much else to talk about here. Um, I'd like to, I know we mentioned it last week, we kind of fit in our little segments that we brought in to this episode. I'd like to maybe get one out separate just for those segments if we yeah. can but uh, if we can i guess we'll just plug it in here yeah but anything else you guys want to talk are about you, here are you guys planning on watching the blues game tonight i know it's i know it's late yes but... for sure yep probably if my valley sports app isn't really weird i'll probably delete it and read yeah it. zach and i both have having this problem with valley sports app to where the uh audio is like a second or two ahead of the video like the visual so five we can like we we can hear uh like them announcing it and then it happens like we see it happen so it's just really like off-putting and like disorienting when you're watching so i don't know i, I it doesn't happen all the time uh but it's it's definitely happened to me before and it happened to zach last game so uh not sure what's up with that but hopefully it gets fixed uh, and we can watch these games so. yeah. yeah absolutely and i will mention before we close out here I know both of you probably don't watch tennis much. I know Zach doesn't. I do not. Probably not not at either. all. Man, it, it, since the U.S. Open happened last September, I believe, uh, right when uh, fall semester started, I watched it, and there's a Canadian tennis player named Felix Auger-Aliassime, and I've been following him. He's number nine in the world now. He's 21 years old. Um, and so they just started the Australian Open, and um, – it's just it's fun to watch. The matches are four or five hours long. Um, oh my but it's, god! It, and and it's in Australia, so like Felix's match tonight is at midnight. So I'm gonna be up to like four a.m. watching it. The other night I was up to three. <laughs> I can't miss yeah. it, man. It, he's got me hooked. Tennis yeah. boy. Yeah, I, I am now. My dad played growing up, and so I'm kind of kind of get into it. But um, 
yeah, Felix plays tonight at uh, at midnight. But there's a big names in there. I don't know if anybody that listens to this even follows tennis, but um, I I can let you know that I will not be watching that game tonight. <laughs> no, I I don't blame you whatsoever. But they're in the round of uh, 32 now, so he's number nine in the world. He's playing uh, a guy who's ranked number 24 in the world from Great Britain, I believe. So that's that's what's on tap for me tonight. I got the Blues game at nine my time. And uh, got Felix on at, at midnight, so I'm kind of go Canada. So, friendly Canada, neighbors yes, up sir. north, love them. <laughs> That's right. <Yes. laughs> well, I thank you guys for listening, and um, I guess we'll see you next Friday. Yep. Thanks, guys. See you.